Hi, this is Alyssa, and I am a personal trainer. And this is Alyssa. I'm a therapist. Welcome to It's All One Thing. just two late-blooming bisexuals here to talk about the mind, the body, and everything in between. We wanted to start this podcast to bring you a new, nuanced, body-positive, pro-mental wellness approach to all the topics you know and love. Okay, so before we jump in, we want to talk a little bit about why our podcast is called Is All One Thing, and I know we totally should have covered this in the first episode, but we were just too busy talking about all the other things, so we're going to talk about it here. I mean, we just wanted to talk about ourselves for a little bit, you know, nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Um, But we do want to clarify why it's called that. So here's the thing. We talk a lot about the mind-body connection, right? But the issue is it's actually all All one one thing. thing. So when we talk about the mind, the mind is part of the body and the body experiences what the mind experiences right along with it. So Yes, they're connected, but more so they're actually just all us. We are our mind, our body, and everything in between. So that's why it's called It's All One Thing. And we thought that would be perfect because, you know, me being a personal trainer and really diving into somatic awareness, what your body feels like, and how you use that feeling to know more about your body, to get stronger, and just to do all the things that you know and love. For my whole life, pretty much, I've been obsessed with how the body functions. I watch people's bodies for a living, and I wouldn't want it any other way. But when I started therapy a few years ago, I really understood that it's so much more than just your body. And I feel like mine was kind of the opposite experience (laughs) where all my work was focused on the mind. And then I started being a patient of traditional Chinese medicine. And I realized how much the body and the mind are just all living together, doing its thing. And so now I love looking at um, the way we can feel more embodied in our lives through a lens of mental health. And so I bring that to personal training as well, really bringing in, okay, how does this feel? What does this feel like in my body? How does this relate to my mental health? So yeah, you're going to get a lot of both on this (laughs) podcast, which we can't wait to talk more about. So for our first main big episode, we have a topic for you, and it is girl dinner. Okay, so is girl dinner a fun way to eat, or is it just another diet culture influence? And let's get to it. Okay, so first we should probably talk about what girl dinner is, right? Yeah, so it's an accumulation of tiny snacks thrown together to make dinner, and it really took off on TikTok. Everybody is talking about it. It's like, I mean, it was pretty great because we were all doing it, but no one necessarily <laughs> like put a name to it. So then suddenly everyone is like noticing and naming, which is like a very like therapy-esque <laughs> like, way to describe that. We love a label. <laughs> So now we're just all talking about it. Obviously, there's pros and cons to it because I feel like if there weren't cons, we wouldn't be talking about it. Before we get into it, like 
Alyssa, how do you curl dinner? Yeah, I mean, this feels like a really relatable thing. Um, So I was trying to think about it. I mean, I feel like I love just like little bits of things. Um, And whenever my partner is away for dinner, I'm like, oh, I can just do whatever the fuck I want. But usually for me, it's like a little pile of quinoa and beans and then maybe some pickles and (laughs) probably like... A piece of bread with maybe peanut butter. I don't know. Here's the thing, though. I want to be clear, and we'll get into this more. That's not enough food, just so you know. (laughs) But those are some of my go-tos. And, like, why is it always when, like, our partner is not around? (laughs) If someone is coming over, I do the most, like, lavish thing. Like, my favorite thing in the whole wide world is making my friends pizza. If you are in proximity to me, I will make you pizza. She will. It's amazing. So like when people are around, like that's all I do is like make food. But when it's just me, it's like, nope, nope, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> so what about you, Alyssa? Do you girl dinner? I do girl dinner, but mine usually like at the end of the night, it's because I'm so tired, but I still want carbs. Like I feel like a lot of dinner is like Swedish fish and like a glass of wine or like just a bunch of shit you put on a charcuterie board (laughs) but mine is anything I can find in the fridge so it'll be like a half leftover taco with like I don't know like melted cheese on top with like I don't I just want like when I'm tired and exhausted I just want all the carbs yeah there's there's reasons for that too right like our bodies are like okay we're tired we need quick energy fast yeah, and and my body does a really good job of telling me that. So mine is like all carbs all the time. So here's the thing. Like we said, girl dinner, like pros and cons, right? Like Alyssa said, we wouldn't be talking about it if there wasn't some kind of like hot take we could have about it. So we're going to dive into the pros first. I feel like one of my favorite things about girl dinner and this whole thing that has taken off labeling it girl dinner is that it is finally this freedom to say eat whatever the fuck you want man it doesn't need to be a specific thing for it to count as dinner right like choose the foods that sound good to you that feel nourishing that day that you have the energy to make that feel accessible it doesn't need to look a certain way for it to be the way you want to feed yourself so that's something i really love about it Yeah, I love how there's just not one right way, which reminds me a lot about intuitive movement too. And so like the more that you know what your body needs, the easier it is to supply it with exactly what that is. So for me, like having the ability to have a label on girl dinner means that I know at the end of the night, if I'm tired and exhausted, like maybe I can set myself up for just having those random things in the fridge that I can eat that is also girl dinner that just helps me get, you know, the last bit of food that I need for the day. 100%. Yeah. And I feel like we've had so much restriction around food that, you know, having this idea of freedom and autonomy and like showcasing it for the world, not it being this like secret single behavior that (laughs) we usually do. Like we're all just highlighting it and letting it be whatever we want. I think has the potential to be helpful for maybe some history of disordered eating if we approach it in a way that feels good. Um, We'll talk about the cons in a little bit um, because 
some of the things about girl dinner could be problematic for disordered eating as well. Um, But I do think that the idea of intuitive eating can come in through girl dinner if we do it in the ways that actually do feel nourishing for us. So for someone who's like not familiar with intuitive eating generally, how do you feel like you could really take that first step towards enjoying girl dinner and and just like intuitively eating without the shame and guilt because so much of girl dinner is like oh I'm feeling the shame about it but I'm gonna like make a joke about it and just like do it anyway so like how do you how do you do that shame and guilt free yeah such a great question and also really challenging um I think I think this is also where like the big move on social media to highlight it is even helpful. Like we can see that the things that we've kind of always been doing are the things that everyone's always been doing. So it's not just this weird thing that I have, right? That all of us are doing these kinds of dinners where we're like, "Mm, what sounds good? This is kind of a weird mishmash of things. Um, But I think that moving into a more intuitive eating mindset First, just appreciating the food that you're eating, no matter what it is. So I especially like this with the like charcuterie board idea with girl dinner, because a lot of folks are like putting all these random foods on a plate, like making it look really nice. And, you know, I think that that can be helpful to let us really embrace all of the aspects of the food we're eating so like what does it look like what are the colors what are the textures and then how does it feel as I'm chewing it as I'm swallowing it like does it feel really delightful to my tongue so really letting yourself enjoy all of the aspects and slowing down and just embracing all of the qualities of the food you're eating that can help lead into a a less shame spiral kind of place with your food because you're allowing it to be this like using all your senses sort of vibe with the food which I think can be a really good step it's amazing how similar I approach movement like it's so funny How I'm just like, oh, yeah, like I tell my clients to slow down all the time. Like I tell my ask my clients, you know, like where where are you feeling this and how does this feel for you and what's going on? So I think that like intuitive eating and that intuitive movement, like the big kind of mindset behind it comes from a very, very similar place. So that's really cool. Love that. And I, I just love already like how deep we are taking this like social contract <laughs> construct and like absolutely just like digging in. This is so fun. I mean, this is what you get with us. We're going to we're going to take a really seemingly simple thing and we're going to dive into it deeper than you ever thought possible. And we would love to know your thoughts, too. So if you're relating to any of this, like feel free to reach out and tell us all of your thoughts. We definitely want to hear from you. So should we get into the cons next? Sounds good. I'm like, I'm a little nervous about this. (laughs) Mostly because so many people love this. And like talking about the cons might be like a bit of a Debbie Downer. Yeah, I feel similarly. Yeah, I think especially because I tend to always focus on the cons first. (laughs) And I know I can be kind of a Debbie Downer. So yeah, I think I think a part of a part of my worry is that, you know, there's this idea of like, don't yuck other people's yum, 
right? So like if you're really loving girl dinner, we're not here to rain on your parade necessarily. (laughs) (laughs) But we just have some feelings and some thoughts that, you know, maybe there could be some downsides to girl dinner. It doesn't mean that you can't enjoy it, but here are some of the thoughts we have about it. Okay, so generally... People who are socialized as girls and women are historically told not to eat enough. And maybe not like outwardly so. I mean, everything that you learn from especially like your maternal figures to not eat as much. And then it turns just kind of into a spin of disordered eating. And that's how we get into that disordered eating is other people especially maternal figures attempt to make sure that you fit into this society and i feel like a lot of this is a part of girl dinner so i want to ask you like why do you think it's called girl dinner and not something else yeah i mean why are we gendering our food right or our food habits (laughs) um but i i think you know again as People socialized as girls and women, we are told to be small and undernourished. And, you know, there's this idea that, you know, if we don't eat enough, we don't have the energy to do things like, you know, revolt and fight the patriarchy. Um, And so I think it is more commonly associated with people socialized as girls and women to undereat to eat smaller um you know to highlight the the little bits that we're eating versus these big luxurious lavish meals um i think we've often been told that that's that's not that's not for ladies you know um so i think that girl dinner being labeled girl dinner can maybe have the idea that it's like reclaiming what it means to eat like a girl but unfortunately i think because it it does tend to look like these small little bits of things. I think it does kind of lean back into that idea of girls aren't supposed to eat a lot. And that that's kind of a bummer. And bringing it back to just like the holistic approach of not eating enough and looking at it in terms of movement, like if you're not getting enough calories throughout the day, there is absolutely no way you're going to be able to lift heavy weights or even work towards your goals in a way that makes sense for you. So now you're tired and you're exhausted and you're so much more likely just to dig into more like a diet culture approach towards your movement, right? So like going at it towards fat loss and going at it towards all these other reasons that don't really fit you just because you're exhausted and you don't have enough like mental or physical capacity to say, okay, like I want to deadlift today, but I don't have enough energy to do that. And like, okay, so what do I do next? If I can't do it, maybe I should eat less. And then you just get stuck in that cycle. Oh, yeah, that cycle of not having the energy to do movement you need. And then if you can't do movement, you feel like the only option is to not eat. That is a really relatable cycle. Also, why is it just called girl dinner? Yeah, because the other day, okay, so I'm so glad you brought this up because the other day I was just having a tough day. Um, My, as a small business owner, my website wasn't working and I was like doing all this admin stuff and I was just absolutely annoyed. And I'm like, you know what? Like I need a break from today. 
and I had like a pretty big breakfast. So like calorically, I felt pretty good. And so instead of figuring out to have her lunch, I literally sat down on the couch with a huge tub of ice cream and like watched the first episode of the new season of Love is Blind and like did not care. (laughs) Yeah, here's the thing. You can girl dinner any time of day. (laughs) Also, any other Love is Blind viewers, we can also chat about that. Uh, But don't ruin it for Alyssa because she hasn't finished the first four episodes. (laughs) So true. Okay, here's another issue with girl dinner. So again, enjoy it if you want. And are you getting enough calories for real? Are you are you actually getting enough nourishment? And my worry is that, I mean, if you put enough things together, yes, but I don't know. I, I'm worried with like how it's being showcased on social media that it is like, it's it's too small of an amount. And I think it's again, highlighting like this idea that this very measly number of calories is sufficient for people. Yeah, and I know I talked a little bit about how it might impact movement, but what about for mental health? Like, how do you think it would affect their ability to really, like, dig deeper into therapy sessions? Yeah, I, you know, the issue is, again, I mean, like, why this podcast is called It's All One Thing is because our mental health is going to be impacted by the amount of calories we get, by the particular kind of nourishment we get. And if we're not filling our bodies enough, our minds, because they're part of the body, will also be impacted. So if you're not getting the nutrients you need, your mental health will suffer from that. Um, Of course, this isn't like a one-off. Like if you have one dinner that isn't enough calories, it's not going to ruin you. But it's important to pay attention to getting a sufficient amount of nourishment every single day. Um, Otherwise, things like depression and anxiety, um, things like that can get tougher to manage. And like you asked about that ability to dig or dig deep in therapy, just like you talked about with strength training, we need physical energy to be able to do that kind of emotional work. And if we don't have that, it's going to feel really challenging we're going to feel weaker, both physically and emotionally. And so it's going to be really difficult to feel like we can embody the kind of strength and courage it takes to to really dive into stuff in therapy. That's such a good point because I know, like for me, if I don't have something before I go into my therapy session or like if I don't have anything before I lift, it is in the same way so unbelievably difficult to get through it. And this is the thing about when we highlight smaller meals and little things that we're eating, it's not just always a like a silly little thing to be excited about on social media. It can take some of these harder turns where suddenly people are thinking this is how you're supposed to eat all the time and it's supposed to be small amounts. And then it seeps into your physical health, your mental health. And, you know, that's where sometimes we might feel like Debbie Downers for fun little social media things because we're concerned about maybe how people are going to use this. Yeah. So I know we talked about like a lot of the negatives of just not eating enough calories, um, but I am really curious if there is a way generally that like we can do girl dinner with like enough calories like can we Mm, like have this girl dinner and like take away the guilt and shame around it yeah that's really hard um and I think that's hard even with like 
normal meals because again we're so influenced by diet culture telling us we're only supposed to eat like (laughs) a thousand calories a day which don't do that please don't do that it's not enough um I feel like we could talk about that for like (laughs) literally five hours like oh my god yeah caloric recommendations like y'all this has gotten out of hand but I do think that there there are definitely ways to embrace the positive sides of girl dinner so thinking about what sounds good to you it's not there's not one right thing it doesn't need to look a certain way but still paying attention to like is it just little bits of things because probably that's not enough but i think it does get tricky because making sure you get enough calories fat protein carbs all of those things I'm personally someone who doesn't love the counting of those things. I love using a more intuitive approach. Oh, yeah, same. Absolutely not. Like, I will never ask any of my clients to count calories ever. Like, not that I go into nutrition a lot, um, but when I do coach clients on that aspect, it's always through the lens of, like, you've been practicing intuitive movement for so long. How can we also bring that to the way that you're eating? Yeah, and so I think... It can get a little tricky because it is important that you're eating enough. And I think sometimes people still dive into the like calorie counting mentality, even if they're trying to eat enough. And so it can still get kind of sticky um, because I, I do tend to think that the counting of all of those things can lean into a more disordered eating and less joyful eating pattern you know looking at girl dinner don't like count up all the calories on your plate like that's that's not necessarily the way to do it to make sure you're getting enough um but i think it's like you know checking in to see like are you actually full do you do you feel like there's like a type of food that you're like listen to your body like is it saying like oh I really I really need like a little bit more fat or I need a little bit more protein or you know whatever I think the hard thing is that it takes time to practice that skill like it is a skill that you build so you can girl dinner it just might mean you know tackling some some other like skill building kind of things along with it. Yeah. And I feel like thinking deeper into it, like to play devil's advocate, like (laughs) definitely takes away from like the cutesiness of like, just like eating whatever I want, like having a good time, which like, yes. And also make sure that you are taking care of yourself. And you can do that by still just eating what you want, right? Like it's like, that's the intuitive part is doing what feels good. It's similar to what I've heard you say about strength training where it's intuitive, like you want to listen to your body, but it doesn't mean that it always comes naturally right away, right? Yeah, that's definitely a learning process. Like a lot of that is around education. Okay, what do I need to know about my body? Like what do I actually need? And then have I practiced it enough to like know that exactly? And is there some type of, you know, patterns that I've done in the past that haven't necessarily helped me in one way or another? So it does take some deep digging, which again, I know takes away the fun of girl dinner because like we just want to be like, you know, girls and like, (laughs) I don't know, eat like gummy worms and like sit on the couch. So like, I'm with you. If you're listening to this and you're like, gag, like, ew, I just want to eat girl dinner. Like same, (laughs) like literally same. Yeah. I mean, we, we love a, a gummy worms and couch vibe. So that's, there's nothing wrong with that, but also- Just make sure you're eating enough, man. (laughs) 
Yeah. So girl dinner is obviously a thing and we'll still use it, but it's important to point out how we got here, why it's a thing. The point of all this is to say, keep girl dinnering because you get to decide how you eat. Also, yeah, as Alyssa said, keep eating enough so you can take care of your mental health, your physical health, and like obviously take over the world. The most important, really. (laughs) No, it's all important. But really, do enough so you can take over the world. You got this. Thank you so much for listening today. We are so excited to be here with you on our first full episode. Yay! (laughs) We hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and that you feed yourself enough food, you get enough movement, and you find some joy today. Heck yeah. And if you want to stay in touch with us um, in between these podcasts, feel free to connect with me on Instagram. My Instagram is Alyssa Caliendo underscore. And I have two. It is kind underscore living underscore coaching or my little baby guy, uh, Alyssa McLean Therapy, both on Instagram. And so we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.